Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is We The Italian News, a podcast about uh, Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Thursday, July 29, 2021, and this is the last video of this second season. We'll take a break from the videos in August while the news, the magazine, the interviews and the social media won't stop. They never do. The videos of We The Italian News will restart on Thursday, September 2, with the third season of We The Italian News. The 59.1% of the Italian population have received the first dose of the vaccine and more than half of the Italian population, 50.6%, is fully vaccinated. Considering only the over 12s targeted by the vaccination campaign, 58.1% of the Italians are fully vaccinated. The population are Lombardy, the regions who fully vaccinated the highest percentage of their population are Lombardy, Puglia, Lazio, Abruzzo and Molise. Those who instead vaccinated the lowest percentage of the population are Sicily, Trentino, Alto Adige, Calabria, Valle d'Aosta and Tuscany. As for the contagion, the numbers of new positive cases are still rising, but we begin to see the peak of this more new wave, perhaps already in about 10 days. The numbers of hospitalizations and deaths remains acceptable because the vaccines work. Among the eight regions with more than 50 weekly cases per 100,000 inhabitants, the situation is more at risk in Sicily and Sardinia. The first has the highest rate of bed occupancy both in ICU, 5%, and in ordinary wards, 8%. The second has a rate of 4% in both departments. Remember that to go from the white zone in the yellow zone, in addition to the incidence of 50 cases per week per 100,000, inhabitants must exceed both 10% of the places occupied in intensive care and 15% in other departments. So, at least until mid-August, uh, there should, shouldn't be any problems in going to the yellow zone, even for these two regions. Also, though, Sicily and Sardinia are among the regions that record the lowest percentages of vaccination coverage of the over 60, the age group at greater risk of hospitalization. In Sicily, one-fifth of older people has not received any dose. In Sardinia, this percentage is 15%. And talking about vaccinations, yesterday was announced that 99% of deaths from COVID from February to today in Italy had not completed the vaccine cycle, 99%. In addition, Italy is well above the European average for the performance of the vaccination campaign and has even surpassed the United States both for the percentage of vaccinated with a single dose and for that of fully vaccinated people. More good news comes on this topic. The Italian Drug Agency has approved the use of the Moderna vaccine for the 12 17 age group which already receives the Pfizer vaccine in Europe and talking about Pfizer in addition the Italian government has obtained an additional supply for Pfizer vaccines in order to reach the goal of having vaccinated at least 70% of the Italian population over 12 uh, or, uh, by the end of September <clears throat> finally yesterday in Messina Sicily a young Sicilian nurse administered to a young Sicilian girl the dose of her vaccine with a needle-free syringe for the first time in Europe, a needle-free syringe. This is very useful for giving the vaccine to those who are afraid of needles. The debate on the use of the green pass in schools and workplaces continues in Italy. On compulsory vaccination for teachers, school administrators and principals, there is still no decision. 85% of them on a national basis is vaccinated. There are regional differences, but the government aims to reach 90% throughout the country. The Italian principals are asking for compulsory vaccination for students over 12 years, 
which in Italy are 4 million, and also on this the government will decide in a few days. At the regional level, Lombardy, Sicily and Campania are accelerating the vaccination of young students, while Piedmont, Tuscany and Puglia are the most backward. Nationally, one student in three has already received at least one dose, and the government expects that with these rhythms in September will be vaccinated two-thirds of them, because fortunately the sense of responsibility of Italian students on this is very high. For the workplace, there have already been three judgments of as many Italian courts that have ruled that those who do not want to be vaccinated must be suspended from work without pay. This is because the employer has an obligation to ensure safety in the workplace uh, to their colleagues and therefore must avoid them to be in contact with those who do not want to be vaccinated and insist in being contagious. On the other hand, the Italian Constitutional Court has already recognized the full constitutional legitimacy of the obligation to vaccinate in Italy when it is necessary for the protection of safety and health of citizens in general and therefore also in the workplace and even in schools. <clears throat> it would not make any sense to ask a green pass for a means of transport or a restaurant and do not, do not ask it for a closed workplace where people are for hours in close contact with each other. The government's decision should arrive soon, but even here there are many controversies, the subject is very delicate. Still on the subject of green passes, from August 6, those who manage many places in Italy will have the obligation to check that those who want to enter have a green pass. The Italian government has made available to them an app that, while protecting privacy, verifies the validity of the green pass by scanning the QR code, along with the control of the identity document of those who want to enter. This is because on the black market and in particular on some, some social media and in the dark, uh, deep dark web, there's people who is already selling Italian fake green passes, insured as working also for those who are not entitled to have it. There are two good news regarding Leonardo da Vinci Airport in Fiumicino, which is the main airport in my city, Rome. Fiumicino is the first airport in Italy to have a rapid vaccine point inside the terminal in addition to the health hub in operation since last February where 250,000 people have been vaccinated so far. Inaugurated yesterday, the new rapid vaccine point is dedicated to departing, arriving and transit passengers and also to airport operators and does not require booking. A year ago Fiumicino hosted the first Covid tested, tested flight in the world. <clears throat> Moreover, Fiumicino has reached a new all-time record in passenger satisfaction, according to the latest survey by the International Association that measures perceived quality in over 200 airports worldwide. In the second quarter of 2021, the Leonardo da Vinci recorded a new absolute record reaching a rating of 4.65 on a scale of up to 5. This is the first time that Fiumicino is the airport in the European Union with the absolute highest satisfaction rating from travelers, surpassing all European airports of any size. A new study recently published shows that with the rate of female employment in line with France, Germany and Spain, <coughs> Italian consumption would grow by 36 billion euros. If women were paid as much as men, the figure would rise to 42 billion euros. Then there is the youth chapter. Another 5 billion euros would be added if needs neither in employment nor in education or training, were included in the labor market. These results today are difficult to achieve in Italy for many reasons. Among them there is the too high share of undeclared work, internships that are jobs in their own right, too low wages. <clears throat> Those that induce 
Many <coughs> women to leave work are also the cost of daycare centers that often equal a woman's, a woman's, a woman's salary in the private sector, while public daycare centers are few, especially in the South. There is also the absence of specific skills. Companies often look for figures that they cannot find. Training is therefore the key to recover needs. In 2020, the number of employed women fell much more drastically, minus 2.7% than that of men, and the number of inactive people rose by 3.7%. It doesn't get any better for young people under 35, with a minus 8%. The bad news is that in labor force participation of the female population, Italy ranks 123rd, 1, 2, 3, 123rd out of 144 analyzed countries. The good news is that this is a priority, an absolute priority of the government and its recovery plan approved by Europe. Last Monday, I told you about two new Italian sites recognized by UNESCO as World Heritage Sites and that more could be added, and in fact, it did. In fact, there are three more, although only the first one is new and concerns the porticos of the city of Bologna in Emilia-Romagna, bringing to 58 the number of Italian UNESCO sites. The other two are a part of the city of Florence, which is added to the Tuscan territory already recognized as World Heritage, and more than 8,000 hectares of forest belonging to the ancient beach forests of the national parks of Aspromonte and Pollino in Calabria and Sfilzi in Puglia, which are added to the other 10 Italian natural areas already World Heritage Site for UNESCO. Italy consolidates in this way the position of first country in the world for UNESCO sites. So please be safe, stay safe, stay healthy, if you can, please visit Italy, otherwise please buy Italian products. I'll see you on September 2nd. Please pass a wonderful August. We the Italians will go on with the usual things, but not the videos. So we the Italian News, as for the second season, uh, ends now. The third season will start on September 2. Please enjoy your summer. I'll see you in September. Ciao from Rome.